<laughs> What's up, guys? It is almost time. I ate it, so you know how I do. I took a week or two weeks off um, before we launch our new season. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this season so far. Anyway, um, so I started back in my 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 class, right? So I've had one of my um classmates to try to tell me about elevator pitch and all of this stuff, and uh, you know it's. It's helpful information, useful information, um, and would be beneficial. Um, for me, you know, I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate it. I thank the Lord. Um, but not all help is good help. Let's just say, not all help is good help, and not all help is warranted. You know, have you ever had a situation where somebody just want to just be helpful, and you not don't need their help, or you ain't ask for their help? Yeah. One of them situations, you know, I can't stand an old overly help, helpful helper. I didn't mean to say helpful, but y'all get the point. I can't stand somebody that's overly helpful. Like, you got to always help me do something. You got to always help this person. You always, let me do it. This how you do it. And this, no, sit down. Let me, I got it. I, I got it. I appreciate your help. But sometimes I, I, I want to learn how to do this on my own. I believe that failure is an opportunity for you to grow. And if you don't fail, you don't grow. And so because of that, if we continue to help everybody, they never grow and, and, and they become codependent on us. And so even, for example, if this person dies or transitions on and we need their help because they did everything or they did this, then we stuck. For example, case in point. All right, so I cut down a tree and the tree hit the church. And so hit the tent, rather, the tabernacle. So, of course, I went in and I'm like, okay, let me lift this up. And I go in, I said, I got my pose and I'm struggling to lift it up as I would normally try to do, fix it myself. Then I thought about it, I was like, hmm, let me call my stepdad because he normally helps me fix everything um, or helps me with everything when I need help with stuff. So I went to turn around and when I turned around to reach, for words to grab for him, you know, reach for words, you know, we'll talk about that in another, 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 um, another podcast of how your words can grab people's attention, but reach for words to grab for him. And when I turn to use those words to grab for him, in other words, call him, summon him like, Hey, I need your help or Miss Henry, or could you help me? I realized that in my turn, in mid turn, I realized that I was reaching for someone that's no longer there. And that I could no longer grab hold to them and ask for arms because they were no longer there. And so at that moment, I kind of sat there in, in a somber moment and kind of kind of shed some inward tears and not outward, te- outward tears. But I showed outward expressions, if that makes sense. And um, the troublesome thing is, is that... Uh, I shed these inward tears and and I took a deep breath and I sighed and I said, man, this is really going to be hard. So have you, you know, have you ever gotten to the point in life where you kind of tell people, listen, hey, I don't need your help because I'm struggling over here and I'm wishing I would have said I don't need need the help or need the help in a lot of ways. But in this instance, they helped me put it together. And so they were going to help me fix it, but they can't. Anyway, 
that's a story for another day, and I don't want to get too, you know, I don't want to get sad. All right, guys, let's go. Let's talk about some stuff on the other side. Good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to another episode of Synergy. This is our season finale, guys. This is the last episode of this season. We'll be back in two weeks um, with new content. And this time, the content will not only be on the podcast, but it's actually going to be live on um, our YouTube. So you'll get two coins, uh, two pieces of a coin. You'll get to see it live, and you'll get to see it on YouTube. So on YouTube, it's synergy with, you know, with VJ. So it's the same thing as, you know, we would do with uh, Relax. So basically, Synergy with VJ. However, on Instagram, it's called Relax with VJ. So the essential video was going to be Relax with VJ because it's for my IGTV series. But Synergy also picked up in there because all of it's part of Synergy and all, you know, all of it. But listen, just before we get into the podcast, you know, I'm trying to get out of my mushy moment because I was about to cry. In that intro, that <laughs> just a minute ago, so I'm trying to put myself around. So just so we get beyond, uh, before we get caught up, don't forget to go to my IG profile. That's V-I-J-A-Y-P-O-S-T-E-L-L. That's V-I-J-A-Y, Papa Oscar Sam Tango Echo Lima Lima. And what you're going to do is you're going to click the link in my bio. You're going to scroll down and you're going to get that journal. All right. So we're almost, we're in the last month of the journal, of the first journal. And so we're getting ready to approach the next month of the journal, guys. And so that means the cover of the journal changes. And that means that we add other activities to the journal and all these things. So you don't want to miss um, these six-month journals. And so you got to be with us when we do these journals, guys. Because if you don't, you're going to miss out on a whole lot of stuff. But anyways, um, moving right along, um, get you some soap while you're on there. Changing the website, updating the website, get your grab your candle too. All of that stuff is, is, is going to be on the website. Um, like and follow my page on Instagram. There's a lot of commentary. There's a lot of different types of things that are going on in Instagram. And so, yeah, y'all spend some time to hang out with me on IGTV. I ain't going nowhere on, I, I, on, on good old Instagram. Anyway, I hate the fact that I got rid of IGTV and just videos. That just does not sound too well with me. I want series. I want to do a TV episode. I just love the fact that it separated everything. Like, oh, I felt different. Like, oh, I got my own TV series going on on the internet. But anyway, I digress. So if you guys are cooking, cleaning, washing dishes, or feeding the kids, don't forget, you know, save me a piece of cake or a pie. Listen, y'all can mail me stuff. My, my, my mailing address is on my podcast on my um ig listen i'm gonna be doing business um i'm gonna be doing some interviews coming up i'm gonna be doing some interviews coming up for this next season and um it's gonna be amazing i got some chefs coming some medical practitioners i have people who are apothecaries who holistically do things i have people who do things in and um in different spiritual with spiritualism. I have things that people have in psychiatry. I have a plethora of things that people that I'm just going to bring to the table and interview them. I'm going to actually do a spiritual week. I am. I'm going to do a spiritual week or a spiritual month um, where we talk about spiritualism and we talk about the hope of behind a whole lot of stuff. So it's a lot coming in the next season. I'm excited about it. However, I'm giving us all this information, but it's because this episode is our season final. I'm so excited. You guys have been with me and rocking with me for 
since I started this podcast. I was nervous. I was kind of scared. I was like, man, everybody don't listen to what I got to say. But I, you know, even with the following I have, I'm glad. I'm thankful. You know, I'm grateful for everything. Um, I appreciate it. I very much appreciate it. So, in our next season, we're going to still do affirmations, meditation, affirmations, and intentions. Um, but we're going to start equating prayer. We're going to start equating prayer, spiritualism, um, practicing, because um, I do believe that prayer should be the center of what we do because it brings us in, it focuses us, and it draws us into that one place. So, prayer is is what we what what we should be. It's our center. It's our our place. And so, but yeah. Anyway, um, so. This episode is a bit different because I want to talk about a couple things. Number one, let's talk about, not to just gas for that. Let's talk about these innocent people that keep getting killed. Why in the world are these white kids or people killing people like crazy like this? This is mass shooting. This is mass murder. This is people being massacred and mowed down. Like, why are we shooting kids? You know, I, I hear about it. But I don't look at the news of it because I don't want to become sad. I don't want to become depressed. I don't want to think badly of the world. I don't want to think badly of humanity. I want to be hopeful. I want to remain hopeful. I definitely want to remain hopeful. I definitely want to remain in a posture or a place where it's like, okay, listen, all right, it happens. It's going to happen. But, you know, I definitely want to be positive. However, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I know because of the parents are sick and tired of being sick and tired, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. How much longer are we going to sit around and not come up with creative and comprehensive gun reform just because it's not your culture, your race, and your child? Let's just say, for example, that these kids start shooting up their own neighborhood. Why aren't these kids, you know, and, and we're calling it mental disorders. We're calling it mental disease and all this stuff, but why aren't you shooting up white schools? I've seen none of these these people kill except Columbine, that was crazy. Um but I've never I haven't seen any of these people target suburban neighborhoods. Why you go outside your community killing folks? Kill your neighbors. You know, and I hate to say it like that, but at this point it's like why don't you do the same thing that you're doing to other people? Why are you doing the same thing? It, we don't have to or need to have a discussion about mental health because that's an excuse or a bypass or a way for us to overlook that there is a systemic issue in this country as it comes about gun violence. There's a real raw issue here in this country as it results to gun violence, and we're not addressing that issue at all. We're so busy trying to um, trying to live outside of the box and trying to be so sleepy so to speak, because we, we call it the woke syndrome and we everybody's woke. But I'd rather be awakened than to be right here dead asleep knowing that there's stuff going on around me. Because when you tell me that I'm, I'm um when you tell me that I am um that I'm awake, that let me know that I've come to the uh I've come to the realization that and actualization that these things actually these things are happening. That we live in a world that is full of chaos and pandemonium. Like we actually live in a world that is just and, and to be 
a part of a system that does not care about humanity. Because let's look at it, let's think about it. Our politicians and our government makes us think, me personally, I think that our governors and our senators are in the back pocket of the NRA. I think they are in the back pocket of the National Rifle Association. They're getting kicked back some kind of way. And I think they're getting major endorsements from them as a, as a means for them not to vote against them or, uh, or stiffen gun laws. However, we understand that gun laws is our second amendment right, but everybody does not need a gun. Everybody should not have a gun. For example, we want to go in and take all the guns from the hood, but at this point, we got white kids running around here crazy like Rambo and, and, and G.I. Jane. How about let's leave the hood with all their guns because we're going to need them. And I'm not an advocate for violence. I don't promote violence. I don't, I'm not for it. I'm not, you know. However, I do believe in protecting yourself and your family, protecting who you are, protecting, you know, the person you are, protecting what you need to be doing in your business, your property, like protect yourself. Like, for example, you know, when they had all the protests and all this stuff and black people were walking through the neighborhood, white people standing outside burning weapons, isn't that against the law? Isn't that against the law to burnish? Is, is it called burnish or burnish? Y'all know what I'm going to find a word for me looking up and, and, and email it to me. Um, so isn't that against the law to just be showing off a gun? Just literally just flashing a gun, just showing a gun. Just, isn't that really against the law to be doing that? You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be doing that at all. So why is it okay for you to do that? It should not ever be okay for someone to actually have a gun and not only have a gun, but you flashing your gun publicly to intimidate, not to tell people that that that, that your property is private because that's what signs are for. That's why we have posted private property signs. But for you to stand out there on your lawn while there's protesters walking by, you got on, you got you and your wife got all kind of guns in your hands. You really look like the typical Nazi KKK white supremacist fool. Like, why would you even sit on your lawn as if to threaten these people who are doing peaceful protests? I don't get it. A lot of stuff does not make sense to me, and a lot of stuff is like you know. I stay in my own little bubble in my own little lane. However, leave me alone. I don't bother you. Don't bother me. But in, in this case, there seems to be something that, that we have to address um, and not dress, address it as, as, as people who are tired. But we have to address this thing for what it is. They don't care. They've never cared, and they never will care. You have people who are in the government that do not care. They don't care. They don't care about, you know, people dying. They don't care about kids losing their lives. They don't care. They don't care because they don't care about it. It don't matter to them until it comes home, until it hits home. And when it hits home, then that's when it becomes a problem. Oh, we got to get these guns off the streets and this gun violence is getting out of control. But the truth be told, I don't think that. I think they'll sacrifice their own mama for a dollar. That's just how I feel. I mean, at the end of the day, it's ridiculous that we're still here. We're still here 400 years later after slavery, 400, you know, we're still in places that we shouldn't be. You know, other colonial nations or other countries have moved on, they've progressed, they're doing better. Why are we still here? What is exciting about this era that we keep holding on to? What is it that we love so much dearly about this volatile, egregious area, era that separates and divides us. Why, why do we love it so much? And it makes no sense as to why we love it. It 
not vol it does not speak volumes to nothing. It's destructive. It's it's a path of destruction. And and to be honest, I guess there's a whole bunch of old white people or old cronies that are in positions that do not their fear losing their, their plantation prizes. Get over it. Yeah, we did. Or we trying to, but y'all won't let us. And I think that's the problem because we get we get over things. Minorities get over things very easily, but we don't forget. However, because we get over things, the issue that we're having is, is that stop taking us back to a place that we're trying to get over. We don't want to relive. Um, we don't re- want to relive the life that our ancestors lived. This is why we, you know, keep moving forward. But you will provoke and push us into a volatile state because, to be honest, it looks like what you're trying to do is you're trying to provoke us to do something so that you can do what you really wanted to do in the first place, and that was destroy us all. That's all I'm thinking. Anyway, need I say more? Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. So, in the next discussion, let's talk about reconciliation. What do you reconcile, and who do you reconcile with, and how and why do you reconcile? So, for example, some relationships in your life need reconciliation. Let's just be honest. You've you've broken them, you've battered them, you've abused them. You've done a whole lot of of things to um, hurt people. And so because of that, because you have done a lot of things to hurt people, or they people have done a lot of things to hurt you. So it comes to a point like who do you do you reconcile these relationships? Do you heal? Do you forgive? Do you move on? Sometimes we be so selfish and so caught up on what they did to us. So we just really do not want to move on. We just don't see ourselves healing and we don't see ourselves forgiving or forgetting. You know, we love to say, I forgive you, but I ain't gonna never forget what you did to me. Okay, that's cool. But that's your conscience that's going to eat you up because at the end of the day, I've done what I was supposed to do. I've asked you to forgive me and let's just move on. But here lies the other question. What happens to people who continually abuse the privilege of using the word, I'm sorry? Like, do we constantly just say, okay, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. We understand biblically that the righteous man falls seven times, seven times, seven times, forgive people all day long, but what happens when people abuse it and willfully harm us, intentionally cause us harm or detriment? Like, do we literally, do we forgive these people? Do we hold on to people? Do we just say, you know what? Let me just, just, just you know, bite the bullet, be mature, and let it run its course. Or do we just say, you know what, I'm going to forgive you and just see what I'm going. My life is better without you. You know, sometimes that's the situation with a lot of us, like, we can scar people so bad and we can damage people so bad. You know, I'm I'm a trigger person. And so I believe that there are certain things that people do can and will trigger you. Now, does being triggered give room for growth and healing as is needed? No, it doesn't. Because being triggered, and I'm being honest and transparent at this point, so being triggered, what being triggered does is it allows you, it allows you it allows your eyes to come open and you see. And you start observing and discerning everything that comes your way. And, and, and not only do you start observing and discerning everything that comes your way, but you start questioning everybody's motives, actions, and what you did for, what you did. As a matter of fact, I have a shirt that says, who sent you? <laughs> I have a shirt that says, who sent you? And it's a shirt that questions the entry of an individual into your life. Why are you here? What are you doing here? And so 
one of the things that I always think about is that when we let people in our lives, are we aware of this person's potential? You know, is this person potentially harmful? Is this person potentially good for us? Are they bad for us? You know, what is this person's potential? What is this person's potential? Why? What are your motives? What's your agenda towards me? Because I want to know why are you here? Why are you here? What are you doing here? And what? how long are you going to be here? You know, and what's your intentions? What do you expect from this relationship? So, for example, my secretary reached out to me and she was like, hey, um, somebody such and such reached out. They're looking to reconnect with you. And I said, okay, let me pray about it. Um, and I prayed about it. However, I heard reconciliation for one relationship, but I didn't hear reconciliation for another relationship. So I heard the words, it's time to reconcile some relationships. And literally, this is a relationship I should reconcile first. And so even out of that, I'm learning that in the midst of reconciliation that I'm learning how to reconcile so that I can teach others how to reconcile. It's not an easy process because it's trusting that the relationship will not pick up, it will pick up where it left off at, but not in its toxic state. And so this means that reconciliation goes a long way as long as your relationship is not picking up at its toxic state. If your relationship is picking up at its toxic state, where you left off at, then there lies an issue. There lies a problem because anytime that you're trying to heal something that is broken and damaged, you should not be picking up from the same place you left off. However, you should be able to cut out the mold and go ahead on and move to the next stage. So, for example, if y'all have a disagreement, you know, agree to disagree, and then you just keep moving right along. So, in, um, in, in a better method of way, that, that reconciliation is, is good for both parties. So sometimes relationships shatter and fracture because two people don't see eye to eye because of a disagreement or because of behavior and action. And you have to understand what is healthy reconciliation and what is just toxic reconciliation. You can't reconcile with people who you should be reconciling with. I don't know if I'm a firm believer. There's some people out there, you just have to leave them right where they are at and move right on with your life and be happy and content with it. Because the sad part about it is you reconcile it with people who you know, who you know are going to hurt you, who you know are going to be a detriment to you. You know, you literally have to move on. And sometimes moving on does not look pretty. It does not look good and it does not feel good. However, it's beneficial because when you stay connected to toxicity, um, it has the ability or means to destroy you. And if you want to maintain your sanity and, and all of those things, sometimes you have to make a, a conscious decision. And that conscious decision don't always feel good. And sometimes it don't seem like the best conscious decision, but you have to make it for the betterment of your own life, so to speak. And so, you know, we have to determine what is good for us and what is not good for us. I'm all for healing and mending families. I'm, I love that. Love, love, love healing them in the family. However, I am not pro, um, I'm not pro healing toxic areas in family. Um, when I say not pro healing toxic areas in the family, in other words, I'm not pro dealing with toxic people and trying to heal, help them heal 
trouble, whatever traumas they, that they're dealing with. Because number one, if you have a toxic person, nine times out of 10, that's a narcissistic person. And they are incapable of healing at this point because they don't want to recognize that they are the problem. That's what I was saying when I said I, I'm, I'm not pro, <laughs> pro that situation, but I am pro healing for the total person as, as in all cases. However, we've got to understand that we've, we've got to make conscious decisions and decisions for the betterment of our lives and, and know what we're going to do and what we're gonna, how we're going to do it. Because the, the truth and sad part about it is, is that if we don't make better decisions with our lives when it comes to reconciliation, we will be alone in this world. And you're not an island. I don't care what people did to you. You can heal and move on to other people, but don't heal and punish yourself because somebody else did something to you. Don't treat people and victimize other people because someone hurt you. You've got to heal. You've got to heal. That's a must. You can't walk around bruised, broken, hurt, and bleeding all the time. You have got to heal. you got to heal. You've got to heal. And if you do not heal, you do not grow. You do not mature. You will not go to your next phase in life unless you heal. Which brings me to my next point. Let's talk about forgiveness, guys. You know, this has been a rough season. You know, I've learned to have to forgive. I forgive, you know, I forgive my stepfather for, for making his, his exit. Um, I forgive him, um, but it hurts. I forgive a lot of people for what they've done to me. And I've, I've discussed it before on my podcast, right here with you guys about transparency, about forgiving people and, and knowing, um, knowing what I want to do um, is better. And so I've forgiven. And so one of the things that you have to understand is that forgiveness is not just for the person, it's for you. You've got to forgive. In these next few minutes, think of some things in your life that you need to forgive. People, places, things in yourself. Forgiveness does not only just start with others. It starts with you. Because forgiveness doesn't punish people. It punishes you. It hurts you. And as long as you have unforgiveness in your heart, you will never grow. Sometimes we don't even realize that we have unforgiveness in our heart. And it helps. It hurts us. It's a detriment to us. And we don't know why we don't grow in certain areas, why we don't mature in certain areas, why we don't go in certain areas. It's because we don't, we don't, we don't want to grow. We don't want to forgive. Because we feel like we hurt you. When the sad part about it is, forgive and forget. Move forward. You know, do you have to reconnect with people? No, you don't. You know, forgiveness is, is not about re reconnecting unless reconciliation can be done. Reconciliation, if it cannot be done, then no. You just forgive, heal, and move forward. And that's what you have to do. You have to forgive, heal, and move forward. A lot of times we want to forgive on our terms. That's not how that works. We forgive people. And then we want to teach people a lesson at the same time. No, forgive them and keep right on moving. Stop trying to provide a lesson to people who aren't interested in learning anything from you when they, when they victimize you. You can't teach a victimizer how to love you, teach a victimizer how to treat you right, but you can teach them how the presence of you not being there, the absence of you, is going to be empty in their life. You can teach them that what it feels like to not have you around 24-7, not being able to access you. You know, 
one of the things that I've learned, even in, in this, is how narcissistic people tend to um, tend to try to isolate you and block you, talk about you just to make you desire a reconnection with them. But you have to lay a groundwork for your own foundation, your own life, and say, you know what, listen, I forgive them, but I don't invite them back into my space. I don't invite them back into my atmosphere. They're not invited. You know, I can talk to them here and there sporadically, but they're not invited to entertain the same space with me ever again. I don't hate them, I don't dislike them, but they're not invited. And you have the right to heal, forgive, move forward, reconcile, but never invite. That's not being snooty, that's not being stuck up, that's protecting your space, baby. That's protecting your space, protecting your energy, protecting you from who you are. You're not being snooty, you're not being, you know, you're not being mean or hateful, you are just protecting your space. And at the end of the day, you have to protect you. You have to really protect your space, your atmosphere, and, and what you think is best for you. Now, sometimes we, we have some jacked up ways of thinking some stuff is best for us and it's not. But let's just do better. You know, we're getting ready to go into season four. Let's do better. I want to be better. I want to be different. I want to bring you better content. I want to bring you different content. I want to help you heal better. I want to help you grow better. I want to help you mature better. I want to grow with you. Let's do this thing. All right, guys, let's wrap up this season. It has been wonderful. It has been a blast with you guys. It's only going to get better in the next season. Listen, I'll be off for two weeks. Two weeks off. And um, we'll be back with some new content. This next season is going to be very good. All right, guys, I love you. And thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for the love. Um, it is people like you that have my podcast be what it is today. All right. Love you. Don't forget, there's an affirmation that's coming right after this. Well, what's up, guys? So in this affirmation, I'm going to take control. Yeah, I'm going to take control. And you're going to let me. You're going to let me take control because I want to help you, of course. All right. Let's take a moment. I breathe exercise. Breathe in. Hold it. Exhale. Breathe in. Deep breath. Hold it for a moment. Exhale. Now you're relaxing. Now continue to do it a couple more times. And what I want you to do this time is I want you to see everything. Imagine everything in you that is negative and is toxic. Imagine all that stuff just leaving. With every deep breath, you're scrubbing and scraping out all of the dust, out of the, all of the mess, all of the residue, and you're releasing it. One more time. Last time. Deep breath, deep breath. And we're in. Holding it. Let it go. All right. You made it. You have survived season three. Now, I'm sure to repeat after me. In this next season of my life, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be greater. I'm going to be something and someone that I have never been before. I'm going to watch me shine. I'm going to watch me grow. I'm going to watch me mature. I'm going to watch my life transform right before my eyes into something oh, so much better. I'm so excited to see this vision of me. 
that I'm seeing right now of me, the glow, the happiness, the peace that I see over myself, the money that I see coming into my hands, the success that I see, I'm going to see it even now as I'm seeing it. I'm imagining and seeing all of this stuff. It's mine. I see it. For the next two weeks while I'm on this break, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. And then you know what? I'm going to see it manifest over my life. This time I'm going to honor me. Honor my pearls for women. And I'm going to honor my beard for men. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of my, my passions, my desires. I'm going to put me first. I'm going to love me first. And because I'm going to put me first and love me first, my value just increased. I'm no longer a middle class to myself. I am an upper class. I am worth more than pearls, more than diamonds. Mere, mere rubies have no value matched to me. I am much greater than what I am now. I am much greater than who I was before. My past is over. This season ends today. And because it ends today, I see me walking through the sunset. I see me walking through fields of glory, fields of peace and fields of love. I see money being laid at my feet, seeing people who love me, serve me in a good capacity, not as my servants as I am their master, but serve me as someone that loves me, give unto my bosom and show me how much they appreciate me. I am who I am, not because I cheat, not because I steal my way through it, but because I'm humble. I embrace change. Positive change is mine. I endorse everything good that's coming to me, and it belongs to me. I love you. I love me. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to be, greater and better. I seek to see this future come to fruition in two weeks. Take a moment. Meditate on that for just a few moments. Think about it. Think about what you just said. Believe it. Play the reel of the memory over again in your mind. Play it over. Play it over. You ready? You ready to be the better you? If you're ready, go to the mirror and say, this is my new life, and I accept it. I love you guys. I'll see you guys back in two weeks. Thank you. Listen, guys. All right, so this is Vijay. You've been rocking with me through all of my seasons. Many of you guys don't know that I can be found on TikTok as well as on Instagram. Um, you can also purchase merch for me for my podcast, or you can purchase merch to go along with the podcast, such as the Relax Soap, Relax Candles. You can also purchase things such as a journal that we do. So the journal now is part of the podcast. The journal is a part of the podcast. So if you're interested in any product or anything that we have and anything that we sell or provide, let me know. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to, um, what you need. And so we do customized soaps as well. So Hit me up on Instagram. It's V-I-J-A-Y, Postel, P-O-S-T-E-L-L. That's V-I-J-A-Y, P-O-S-T-E-L-L. See you guys in season four. All right. Love you.